This episode, I'm calling The Secret to Happiness. And the reason I'm doing it is because it actually, I think it would be a good one for those people who might have listened to the episode on up-leveling your joy and maybe were a bit flummoxed um, after listening to it because they can't access that level of joy. And maybe you've listened to the episodes about the caveman brain and the anxiety and the depression and and where all of these beliefs come from and you're stuck. Um, so this episode I'm wanting for you to to have as as a bit of a bridge between where you are now to hopefully getting you to the the ability to feel genuinely happier on a day-to-day basis because happiness comes from within i don't know if you've ever come across that that saying before but it it genuinely is you can't find happiness in anything you can't find happiness in another person um in food in in anything nothing can make you happy obviously it can but genuine happiness comes from within because if you can be happy no matter what's going on around you then you are in the best place possible the most resilient the most grounded the yeah the just the happiest happiest you can be and i am sharing some of the things that um, I do myself here, but also some things not not to do because uh, a lot of a lot of what I do is a case of not doing things <laughs> that a lot of people will be doing and are stopping themselves from being happy by doing so. So a lot of the 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 work from today is a case of not doing things. So as I've said before, please set yourself an intention with this episode. If you're just listening to it for enjoyment's sake and you're generally quite happy, then great. Just listen and, and let it wash over you. But if you actually really want to change your life, then just listening probably isn't going to be enough for you to to actively take a part in this because the change comes from from you you need to take control of of your own happiness levels and if if that's the case then I really urge you to sit down with a pen and paper and make some notes on this episode um, because it's only then that you can see what you need to do and start to put those steps into practice um yeah because just listening won't be enough for you to actually change your life so here we go Number one, perception is everything, okay? Because how you perceive situations will vary massively from from person to person. And it's based on the things that you have lived through in your life already, the experiences that you've had, the beliefs that you hold about yourself and the type of person that you are. They influence your experience and how you perceive things. Um, and if you're interested in hearing more about this, do listen to the episode on your amazing subconscious mind, because your subconscious mind is governing um, how you are responding to situations all day, every day. 95% of the things that we um, do and the actions that we take are are a result of the subconscious mind. Yeah, we are ruled by our subconscious mind. So if there's a lot of... Um, of negative stuff there, then it's going to be causing you to perceive things in a more unhelpful way than you would like. This will all become clear when I give you some some step-by-step things to do um, later on. First thing I would like you to do, if you're not doing so already, is to do a practice of a positivity journal. Because the brain 
is wired for negativity. The brain is designed to keep you alive. Um, and I'm not going to repeat loads of this from the caveman episode because I've been said this before and I know a lot of you are listening to every single episode. So please do go and listen to um, I Have a Caveman Brain, uh, that episode, because that will explain like why we do things the way we do. Um, but yeah, so you will know once you've heard, once you've heard that, you'll know then your brain is wired to be negative. And so we have to shift that balance to become more positive so that we can live a happier life. Because the more negative we are in our thoughts and our perceptions, the more we add to our stress bucket. And the more full our stress bucket is, the harder life is. You start um, feeling um, anxious or um, depressed or stressed, you uh, maybe start to have sleeping difficulties. You're waking up at four in the morning, for example, and you find that you don't have very much patience. Like all of the symptoms of being in survival mode come as a result of the stress bucket generally being too full. And how you can limit what goes in your stress bucket is number one start to be more positive. Okay, so keep yourself a little positivity journal at the end of every day write down five things that have been good about the day and they don't need to be big things at all and in actual fact the smaller positives that you can recognize the better because you're actually spotting those positives so if you can make a habit out of that doing that every single night before you go to sleep you're going to be rewiring your brain to be more positive so that is really really good because if you can be more positive then you are going to be more resilient because there are so many um, messages and um, things that we take on board subliminally through our conversations with other people, through the media, um, through social media, and they depend. They vary from from gender to gender. Like for example, for women, a classic one is mum guilt. We've fed this narrative to feel guilty if we put ourselves first. And, you know, for men who are the provider or the strong one, um, you know, we, we, we are fed these messages of, you know, you have to be strong. And, and again, go to the, the What Men Need to Hear episode for this, for more in detail about this. But we are fed these messages. And if we're unaware of the messages that we are being fed, either through the media, through the news, through social media, through just generally a, um, a culture and a society which is geared up for um, us to be complete consumers. For example, if we read the news, we are consumers of negativity we are fed so much stuff. And if we're unaware of it, it can help us to feel unworthy. Okay. And so many people at the root cause of their unhappiness is low self-worth. Okay. And if you've got low self-worth, you're going to struggle more um, readily with things like anxiety and depression and just feeling numb or just not happy. And so in order for you to find that genuine happiness from within, the key is to raise your self-worth. And so different ways that you can do this are notice your achievements. And when I say achievements, I don't mean passing an exam or doing something like that. Achievements can be really, really small. Think about something small that you've done differently today that meant that you were either more patient or kinder, 
or calmer or happier, notice your own progress. And when you can do that, what you're doing is you're sending a signal to your subconscious mind that this is a good thing. And that the more you can notice your achievements, you're helping yourself to feel good about yourself. Another really massive one is to limit the negative self-talk and the inner critic. And how you can do that is to start to talk and think more positively to yourself. Okay, so think how a friend would talk to you and make sure the tone of your thoughts is in line with that. Any negativity, any self-negative talk is very unhelpful because your brain is always listening to you. And the more negative you are in your self-talk, the lower your self-worth is going to be. The next tip is to write down the good things that people say about you. Because we are so quick to disregard the positive things and to let any perceived negative comments or negative interactions stick in our mind. And that is because the brain is always going to notice the negative before the positive. And so one way to start to work against this automatic default mode in our mind is to keep a list of all of the good things that people say about you. Write them down. Whether it's a stranger, whether it's a friend, whether it's a colleague, write it down. And by doing that, you're sending that signal to your unconscious mind that there are good things about you and you should take them in and notice them. And when you're having a low moment, you can always go back and look at that list too. Another couple of tips before we move on. And one of them is to get out of your comfort zone because Many of us have very, very small comfort zones um, and it's keeping our self-worth low. If we never, ever challenge ourselves, then we never have a reason to feel proud of ourselves. So start small, just do one thing you can to get you out of your comfort zone. And it might feel really nerve wracking, but do it anyway. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Arm yourself with the knowledge about your primitive brain by listening to the other episodes in this in the podcast and then challenge yourself to get out of your comfort zone Um, and by doing that and practicing doing that you can really do wonders for your self-esteem and your sense of self-worth and one more tip for you about raising your self-worth is to stick to your word because if you say you're going to do something and then you repeatedly don't do it you know you repeatedly go back on the things that you say I'm going to do this I'm going to do that and then you don't you're just sending that signal to yourself that you're just not good enough. You never do what you say. And so your word doesn't carry any power to you, doesn't carry any meaning. Whereas if you don't tell yourself you're going to do something unless you actually know you've got a really good chance of doing it, then you're going to be in a much better position. Okay, stick to your word. Simple as that. It's not the end of the world if you don't do something that you said you were going to do. But when we repeatedly don't do the things that we say we're going to do, that's when it can chip away at our self-esteem and sense of self-worth. I guess the priority for this episode is to notice if you've got low self-worth and then start to work on it. And alongside this, the real key message for you to find that secret to genuine, genuine happiness that comes from within is to spend more time looking after yourself. And I'm sure you've heard the saying, You can't pour from an empty cup and that self-care isn't selfish. But I'm here telling you now that this is scientifically backed up. The more you can do things that you enjoy, 
the more feel-good chemicals you are going to get in your brain, the more your body is going to stay in a rest and digest mode rather than being in fight or flight. And the, when you are in that intellectual mind state, you're going to get the best from yourself. You're going to be your happiest version of yourself. Because when we're in fight or flight, it's just negative. You're feeling stressed or anxious or overwhelmed or depressed or or irritated or angry, all of those things. And that's not good. You can't feel genuinely happy when you're stuck in your primitive brain. And how to get out of your primitive brain is to do more of what lights you up. Okay, so here is your invitation to prioritize yourself and to know that when you put yourself first and you do things that you enjoy more often, you're going to start to lower what goes in your stress bucket. And so you're going to be more patient. You're going to find it easier to remain calm. You are going to be genuinely happier and have a more positive energy about you. And so you're going to start to enjoy yourself more. And this really, really is the secret to happiness and it's put yourself first. Okay. I've put myself first this week. My husband's been off work because he's a teacher and Um, I know that my business isn't going to fall apart if I work less hard this week. And actually, my priority is to my family. They are the reason I'm doing all of what I'm doing in my work. Um, And so why would I why would I not put my family and my happiness first this week? So my priorities are always with my family and my kids, my husband. And so we have made lots of time for each other this week and we've had a great week. And here I am recording this podcast quite near to the deadline of actually getting it getting it out. But it's fine because I'm in my intellectual mind and I'm relaxed and I know that I'm going to stick to my word. There is not a not a single chance that I would miss the deadline for a podcast to come out on a Tuesday at midnight. And so it's absolutely fine. You know, I'm relaxed, I'm putting myself first, and therefore I'm able to stay in my intellectual mind and be genuinely happy. And I had a really lovely message from one of my Instagram followers this week, um, who said to me, they admire the way I'm so positive um, and happy on stories. And, And it is genuine, you know, I don't hide. I put a story out this morning when my kids were both asleep in the back of the car and it was genuinely a relief because this morning was hard. But I can turn it around very, very quickly. You know, if, if they're really, really um, struggling with their emotions and they've got a cold coming on, so that's why they've probably been a bit hard work this morning, but it's fine. I can deal with it because I'm in my intellectual mind and it really is the best place to live your life from. And so they can be hard work and I can turn things around very, very quickly. And that's the secret to being in your intellectual mind. Not only are you happier, you are more calm you know, I can manage their, um, their, their, what do you call it? You know, when they lose their, their, their sense of cool, because toddlers get overwhelmed very quickly. Um, I'm sort of merging, going into the realms of the parent episode here. Um, just, I'll, I'll come back in a second. Um, but yeah, I'm just saying that I can, um, you know, really keep calm with them and I don't feel triggered. Um, and it's hard. It's very hard sometimes, but the key is staying in your intellectual mind as much as possible. And the key to that is doing more of what lights you up, prioritizing yourself first, because you cannot pour from an empty cup. And that is not an empty cliche. It is true. Your brain needs the feel-good chemicals that you get when you are doing things purely for enjoyment's sake. So if you need to analyze your priorities over the next couple of days and realize that maybe um, the housework can wait, or maybe you're 
saying yes to too much and that you need to start to say no a little bit so that you can claw back some time for yourself to do something that you enjoy so that you are not at the bottom of the pile so that you can lower your stress bucket levels and relax more then when your stress bucket levels come down then you can start to find genuine happiness every single day because you have got the reserves to that is the secret okay so raise your self-worth be more positive and put yourself first and and I know it's very hard to put yourself first if you've got low self-worth and that is why I gave the tips earlier on so focus on that first and then try to find small windows here and there where you can do something for yourself um, and see the benefit that it has And so I really hope this has helped you and given you some inspiration to make some small changes over the next week or so, because that really, really is the key here. This whole podcast is called How to Change Your Life. And it's not about making massive leaps of progress, because really the small changes that you make from week to week, listening to each episode, the small changes that you make will build up and they will snowboard. If you keep being consistent in your efforts and keep reminding yourself of of what you're doing and why you're doing it um, and re-listen to episodes if you need to, definitely re-listen to episodes and remind yourself of, of what this is all about, then you actually will find yourself looking back and noticing the progress that you've made. And why not keep yourself a little progress list of the things that you're making progress on? Because it really is the small changes that are going to add up and make a really, really big difference here. My mission with this podcast and why I started it was to serve. And so I really hope that everything I've shared with you today and in previous episodes is serving you and helping you to change your life. It requires consistent action. It requires effort. But if you're willing to put in the work, then you can absolutely change a great deal just by listening to me and implementing my advice. However, if you're listening and you would like to work with me, then obviously I work too. I do solution-focused hypnotherapy and much more. And my program is called Change Your Life. And it's a program that I'm really proud of. So if you're interested in this and would like some more information about how it works and whether it would be right for you, then do get in touch with me via the information in the show notes. Thanks again for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to share it with a friend or stick it up on stories on Instagram and tag me at Believe and Achieve with Jenna. See you next week.